This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your host Nigdha and joining me today are two News Laundry reporters, Nidhi Suresh and Basant Kumar. Hello. Hi Nigdha. How are you guys doing? Good. It's been a hectic, draining week, isn't it? Huh, eventful, to say the least. <laughs> right. All right. Without further ado, let's get to the bizarre news stories. <laughs> so much has been happening. Who wants to go first? I, I, I. Zarur. I mean, there's nothing special, but there's so much happening on television that everything is happening. Yes. And especially what Siyosena has done, and what Kangana is writing, क्योंकि पूरा बिजार चल रहा है और शिवसेना की जो कार्रवाई है वो भी बिल्कुल बिजार है और कंगना जो बोल रही है वो भी है तो पूरा मतलब पूरा अभी पिछले दो तीन वीक से जो टीवी पे चल रहा है बिल्कुल बिजार है ये मेरा कहना था दैट्स वेरी ट्रू पाकिस्तान भी बोल रही है बार बार बॉम्बे को शिवसेना शिवसेना कोई छोटी मोटी हिंदुवादी पार्टी नहीं है मतलब सोचने वाली बात है की शिवसेना कोई बाबर बोले Pakistan, bole, jo hai, bole, ye karne wale That's true. Never, we never thought I think aisa din aega. Ah, ये<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑> जी मैंने आसानी से पूछ लिया कि आप लोगों की खबरें अच्छी लगती है आप लोगों को नहीं लगता कि किसानों की खबर मजदूरों की खबर बेरोजगारों की खबर दिखाई जाए तो एक उसमें कह रहा है राहुल खान जी क्या बोल रहे हैं आजकल कुछ पता नहीं चला मैंने बोला राहुल खान तो बोला हां फिरोज खान के बेटा राहुल खान राहुल खान है मैंने कहा ये व्हाट्सएप यूनिवर्सिटी ने गंद फैलाया तो हद हद गंदगी फैलाई है मैं वहां से हट गया मैंने कहा दिमाग लगाने की जरूरत थी जी जी बिल्कुल निधि व्हाट अबाउट यू व्हाट्स योर स्टोरी बिजार स्टोरी ऑफ द वीक so mine's also about kangana and this whole uh, i like i had it was a struggle picking a bizarre news because i feel like like basant said we're just living in a very bizarre time altogether and i think the fact that she got y plus security is completely outrageous we've had previously a lot of women uh, receiving death threats and rape threats uh, whether it's from deepika padukone who was uh, threatened that her nose would be chopped off and there was a price put on her head Uh, we have journalists like Rana Ayub or politicians, uh, former politicians like Shaila Rashid, actresses like Sora Baskar, who've you know been trolled endlessly online and have spoken about it so uh, loudly. But I think it, it, we also have to move from this uh, "what the hell is going on" phase to wh- what exactly are they trying to say? And I think it's the messaging in this whole thing that's important. To me, it looks like Kangana is being used as a scapegoat between like the Maharashtra, I mean, Shiv Sena, BJP war that's happening. Yeah. And uh, she's being used as the pawn. And BJP is sending out a very clear message that, you know, if you speak for us, you can say whatever the hell you want and we will still offer you protection. Right, right. So, yeah, I think that's quite, uh, it's, it's so bizarre that they can do this so blatantly. Yeah. I mean, uh, and a lot of people actually, uh, because, uh, you know, as women yesterday, I think all of us were so upset, right? With whatever happened and, you know, whatever we saw online yesterday, how people were celebrating and all of that. Mm. And uh, so many people now now that, you know, the BMC's decided to uh, 
I think the high court put a stay order now. Yeah, but yeah, they've already gone on, gone ahead with the demolition of her Pali Hill property. So many people. So if you're expressing, uh, you know, solidarity with Ria, a lot of people are like, "Oh, what about Kangana? You know, yeah. why don't you speak about her?" But the point is that she is, no matter what she say, says, she's protected. She's getting like she's got like ten commandos uh, walking with her. You know. It's a very bizarre view. I mean, I feel like if they could buy her a halo, like they would have done that as well. Like that's all that's left to do. It's a very bizarre view with all these like really buff looking men, and she's just walking in between like this goddess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my bizarre story again, Basant. आपको हंसने तो हंस लीजिए. India से बाहर ही हो. जी बाहर ही है. थोड़ा सा डाइवर्सिटी चाहिए ना बसंत अपने घर अपना अपने घर में पानी टपक रहा है और दूसरों के घर पे हंसा जा रहा है मतलब अपने हिंदुस्तान में इतनी हरकतें हो रही है और आप विदेश विदेश से खबरें ला रहे हैं अब क्या आप लोग ने हिंदुस्तान की बात तो बता ही दी ना तो मैंने सोचा कि मैं जरा विदेश से थोड़ा सा डाइवर्सिटी होना चाहिए और दिस इज एक्चुअली क्वाइट बिजार इट्स अबाउट माय फेवरेट ट्रम्प अगेन तो ट्रम्प का जो पहले जो अटर्नी था हिज फॉर्मर अटर्नी माइकल कोहन राइट ही इज रिटन दिस टेल ऑल बुक राइट इट्स इट्स कॉल्ड डिस लॉयल मेमोआ and uh, in the one of the most shocking bits that he's written about is how trump he was so obsessed in his hatred about obama that uh, he actually uh, hired a man a black man who resembled obama who was dressed up like obama with like an american flag pin on his stuck to his lapel and uh, he called him to his office and you know basically like talked him down said whatever he wanted to you know belittled him and then fired him and uh, there's even a picture of this man in sitting in trump's office and uh, that was quite bizarre <laughs> wow yeah so people are calling him uh, for for bama so yeah that was pretty bizarre I mean in terms of Trump at the whole like right now there's also a case going on where he might just be tried for a rape case. Yeah. The woman who's come out and spoken about the fact that you know she he and this is nothing new right but his mm-hmm. attorneys are still trying to say that you know this happened long time ago you cannot uh, sue him right now and he as a president is protected from civil lawsuits so it, uh, that's also like This is uh, similar to recently right there was a uh... I think there were some British nationals uh, who had filed a case after the Gujarat riots where uh, some of their friends or family members had died during the riots so in their complaint they had uh, named our prime minister Narendra yeah. Modi and uh, the court actually asked uh, them to drop the name from the complaint because there was no direct connection with Modi so yeah anyway so uh, we shall get to the discussion now about uh, your report we'll start with nidhi so before we begin i want to tell all the new listeners about news laundry we are a 100% ad free news platform and we need your support to stay afloat so please subscribe to us and pay to keep news free you can go to our website newslaundry.com check out all the stuff we do we have like a bunch of ground reports in depth ground reports podcasts comics video interviews like a ton of stuff and if you think we're doing a good job please support us also listeners if you're listening to this podcast on any other platform like iTunes or Spotify don't forget to check out our website we have a lot more content in store for you 
Yes. Thank you, Nidhi. So, um, listeners, as most of you are aware, the entire country is invested in the Sushant Singh Rajput death case. The economy can go to hell. India-China border issues can go to hell. Nobody cares. A lot has happened over the last one week. Rhea Chakrabarti, the actor's girlfriend, was arrested by the Narcotics Control Bureau on charges of drug possession. And before that, it was her brother, uh, Shovik Chakrabarti, also Sushant Singh Rajput's house manager, Samuel Miranda, and also his cook. While we still don't have any evidence of uh, Rhea Chakrabarti's involvement in the actor's death, what we do know is this. This case has highlighted the depths to which our TV news channels and anchors have fallen into just to win the TRP battle. And uh, obviously, you know, uh, this wouldn't have been possible without the people who let this kind of, you know, shameful content fly in the name of news. While many anchors like Arnab, Navika, Rahul Shiv Shankar, they've taken it upon themselves to get justice for the dead actor. Common people are not very far behind also, you know. And as most of us who are regulars on social media, we've seen over the past few months, there is a massive, massive online movement under the hashtag justice for Sushant Singh Rajput, right? And they constantly pop up on our Instagram feeds, Twitter timelines, and they're trending, they're trending on Twitter every other day. And also there are multiple Facebook pages. And one such page is called Justice for Sushant Singh Rajput. It has uh, more than one lakh followers and is full of posts wanting the worst for Rhea Chakrabarti from her arrest to even her hanging. Now, our society's misogyny, sexism, violence, all of that is like constantly spilling out through these pages and through these groups. Like, for example, you know, I, I apologize in advance, but uh, actually I'd like to quote a post that Nidhi sent us last week. She saw it on one of these groups. Uh, sorry, she saw it last night and uh, after the arrest of Rhea Chakrabarti, right? And it said, and I'm quoting, Rhea, sex doll, where are you going to sleep tonight? Ha 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 ha. So that is the kind of, uh, you know, posts you see on these pages and groups. So the question is, who are these people who run these groups or channels? What are their motivations? And what has made them take Sushant Singh Rajput's death so personally? So Nidhi spoke to three such men to find out and subsequently wrote a report. It is titled Inside the Online Cult of Justice for Sushant Singh Rajput. So Nidhi, first of all, this was such a great report. It was, you know, it was like you momentarily held a mirror, you know, to the nature of our society, like right now at this moment. And thank you so much for writing it. So first of all, tell me what made you take it up? Well, honestly, I didn't want to take it up. I felt like there was already so much being written about it and I wanted to be the reporter that stays out of it completely and does other stories which felt more meaningful to do. But when Manisha sort of asked me to do this, I didn't say no and I started thinking through how do I do this and I think for me as a reporter, it's been through every report, it's been important for me to be able to answer why I'm doing this report just for myself and just to be able to wake up and write it. Um, so I didn't have that answer right away, but I sort of uh, started scanning through these pages, seeing what I could find. And then I also very soon realized that enough had been said about the journalists. And I honestly was not interested in any more uh, dissection of what Navika is doing or Arnab is doing. Hmm. And that just kind of led me to a question whether, you know, it has media turned into something that is forced to respond to social media uproar or 
does media cause that uproar on social media i don't think the report really answers that question as such but it also looks at who these people are and the only way to uh, even start that exploration for me was to explore these people who are talking about riya chakravarti essay on uh, on these online platforms so i mean for me it was also about the scary fact was also that you know while these three men that i interviewed are saying some really really messed up things you know like they compare her to a terrorist they compare her to dawood they compare her to abdul guru mm-hmm. they uh, ask for that she be you know killed and they comment on the fact that she's uh, morally corrupt she's a gold digger she's a bengali black magic screwing manic woman and uh, but apart from all of these vile things that they say they were also very much human and that's the thing that you know caught my fascination the most that all these three men could be anybody you know they could be i don't know they could be your neighbor they could be someone who they could be a friend because one person was a is also himself a struggling actor so when i started having longer conversations and asking them what motivated them to do this i was speaking to pratik sinha also about this who i quote in the story as well about mm. usually there is a financial or a political gain to such an online uproar hmm. but this one is just uh, people coming and spending hours creating such gross content so hmm. what is it that drives them and that's when when i started speaking to these three men they all had very different motivations and very different i mean at some points almost understandable frustrations you know that had that this case had offered them that sort of cathartic space to explore and in no way am i justifying what they do but over the course of time you know one one boy is an engineering student he said uh, you know uh, i have these women uh, who talk to me now and uh, i counsel them about sushant singh rajput's death and that excitement in his voice you know is what caught me because it sounded like for the first time in his life he's getting some female attention somewhere he his ego is being fed and uh, this other person was a was a uh, aspiring model actor who always felt that he could never make it because he was an outsider and then of course there was a third person who was a karni sena guy who also as i started looking while there is you know the caste angle to it and the fact that you know the rajput rajput support system that they were trying to offer he is also a young man who suddenly found himself you know uh, being looked up on on facebook he suddenly has this fan following and you look at his photographs all of a sudden he is you know wearing sunglasses taking pictures of himself and there was some sort of self validation that all these people were getting through it which is really disturbing as well as very 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 human and for me that's the interesting part and i often like refer to this author hannah arendt where she constantly talks of the evil in society is does not exist in some monster or some barbaric person but actually exists and is produced by the most normal the most cog in the wheel kind of person like i think by the end of it i felt like the only real revelation and expose that this case makes is that of society and what it really says about us today right uh, yeah i mean because your report it's, it was uh, refreshing to read it because it's not just a report of what is happening right it's like a peek into the psyche of this pe- the, uh, like people like them right these men uh, it's almost like you know you're trying to understand you know why they think that way and why they do all these things so nidhi tell me uh, how did you get them to agree to talk to you 
I think that when you're uh, and I and I absolutely I have I'm conflicted about it, but I think the fact that I can come across as a, if I want to as a naive Hindu girl mm. really helps in uh, making these men talk. Mm. Um, and I've often had debates, and I myself have not made up my mind on what I feel about using my identity that way. But uh, yeah. I often like in these situations have presented myself as I just like really want to know you as much as like we think that often we need big questions. People just want to talk about themselves. You know, people want someone to listen to them and hear them out. And I think of just offering that space opens up a lot of conversations and. It's a little tiring because you know these conversations go on for very long, and there's some there's some really messy things that they say, which which have also really frustrated me. But yeah, I think at some level it's a very human basic thing. Like it didn't take too much effort. I just sort of messaged them. I said, uh, and I try to keep these messages as plain and simple as possible, and say that I've been following your work, and I'd like to talk to you and do a profile on you, which is kind of the truth. Yeah, and it's it's tricky, but. the power of just like presenting yourself as i'm interested in you tell me more about yourself i think is really underrated yeah that's so true that's so true actually uh, especially now i mean and especially considering uh, what they're doing that's all they want actually nidhi tell me one more thing you know as a woman you know who covered this uh, i mean who did this report and uh, all the vile content that you had to go through and uh, and even while speaking to these men you know you just can't i mean their the opinions that they shared with you i i'm sure like you know you can't it's very difficult to wrap your head around it right yeah how do you deal with that as a woman i mean i think that like i did let it get the better of me like today especially this morning i was extremely frustrated i went to bed after reading a lot of uh, vile content on these facebook groups and i went to bed and i woke up again very frustrated and I mean, it's. I guess it's a tricky balance because a part of me wants to say that you know this was for a report and I must detach myself. But I'm like, that's the thing I guess about journalism that you're talking about such real things. There isn't really like a detachment of sorts. I mean, I like. I feel like I. I sort of should not have let it get to me because this morning uh, I ended up having a conversation with one of the boys who's in the story, Dheeraj. uh he and I, he has been keeping in touch with me in because i went back to him and i said that you know uh, i'll be using parts of the conversation i hope you're okay with it for content sake i just reconfirmed with him and we launched into this conversation where he started asking me did i say something wrong so there was some sort of engagement and i felt like you know instead of remaining in my own echo chambers this is the challenge like i need to be able to have and hold conversations with people i disagree with he was also kind of scared i think because he felt like he had said too much so he also started telling me that you know i'm not sure like you please consider me as your chota bhai and um, take out what is not uh, safe for me and things and I, but like we had made it very clear that it was on record mm-hmm. so i didn't entirely take out anything from what he said but we had an ongoing conversation and uh, this morning i i just saw some content where you know they had post some posted some mocked picture pornographic picture of riya chakravarti and i messaged him and i said you know you spoke to me so much about uh, sanskar and women and how much you respect women what are you doing hmm. and he just like went off on this rant where he said you know i'm not like entirely in charge of this report i don't agree with this but what about those people who are really fighting for justice for sushant 
and i just like it just got into this futile argument and i thought and i and i ended up telling him i said my god like i'm scared of men like you you know as a woman in this country like mm-hmm. w- what if tomorrow it's me yeah and he said aap kaise bol rahe ho kya bol rahe ho types but i realized then that like i'd gone too far with it no after a point you can't reason that is the problem right like because uh, because you do realize that you can't not engage uh you know with people who have a different point of view most of the time if you do try to engage it always leads to like you know really illogical arguments that you don't know how to deal with and you get so frustrated right yeah but i but this that's the thing about this case because i it was also a real eye opener for me in the sense that you know i'm part of these super liberal woke circles and you know everybody's talking about feminism and you know we're thinking of like we're talking about second wave feminism third kya ghanta second wave third wave feminism then nothing has happened right like we're back to square one the, the people in the country majority in the country think very differently from we do absolutely i also maybe realize i live in such a cut off uh, bubble if i don't engage now when will i engage because it's not like my life exists outside this society i still do live in the same society i it, like uh, something could happen to me tomorrow and i could be clueless like where did this come from i didn't even know that people thought this way and i think for me as a journalist that's that would be really sad if i if i sort of didn't realize what was happening but aniti i mean after speaking to these men right i mean um you came from a very non judgmental space right while talking to them also and even in your report you've just mentioned what they say right i mean it's for the reader to figure out uh, mm-hmm. the problems with their statements uh, do you think uh, engagement uh, with people who have problematic points of view like this actually leads to anything positive i mean i don't have a direct answer to that but my the reason why i still find some hope in that is because if you asked me that do you think not engaging with these people has any direct consequences i'd mm-hmm. say yes yeah. and that has direct consequences because then we end up like living in parallel universes and there's no solution at all right so i'm right. hoping that this at least you know if we don't talk then like we have all kinds of platforms today to engage but that's only taken us further away and polarized us so i still would like to think that there's some hope in conversation yes so um, before we move to basant report basant aap kuch puchna chahenge nidhi ko ha mera bhi ek sawal i think sat jawab bhi de unhone do ek to mujhe comment karna hai dusra ek sawal bhi hai comment ye karna hai ki sushant singh rajput ke jitne bhi fan hame dikh rahe hain ये मुझे लग रहा है कि एक फर्जी फैन है मतलब बिल्कुल क्योंकि सुशांत सिंह राजपूत की पिछली कई फिल्में फ्लॉप होती गई आप देख लीजिए आखिरी सोन चिड़ैया उनके शायद फिल्म थी वो भी फ्लॉप हो गई अगर उनके इतने प्रशंसक थे करोड़ों चाहने वाले थे तो उनकी फिल्में क्यों नहीं देख रहे थे तो ये सबसे बड़ा सवाल है इसको लेकर सत्याग्रह एक वेबसाइट है उस पर अंजलि मिश्रा ने एक बहुत बेहतरीन रिपोर्ट लिखी है की जिसका हेडलाइन है क्या सुशांत के सबसे बड़े प्रशंसक दिख रहे ज्यादातर लोग एक मौका प्रस्त भीड़ का हिस्सा है यानी कि जो आज उनके फैन दिख रहे हैं कथित फैन वो मौका प्रस्त है ज्यादातर लोग तो ये बड़ा सवाल है कि पहले क्योंकि इसके स्टार्टिंग देखिए इसमें कई लोग विलेन बने पहले करण जौहर बने फिर सलमान बने और हमारे बिहार के भोजपुरी के गायकों ने तो हाथ ही मचा दी सलमान की बहन को लेकर पहले गाना बना दिया फिर रिया चक्रवर्ती को एक खास गलत वर्ड इस्तेमाल किया तो इस तरीके से ये जो सुशांत के जो फैन दिख रहे हैं ना दरअसल फैन नहीं है एक तरीके से ये बिहार चुनाव को लेकर पूरा तैयार किया जा रहा है प्लेटफॉर्म ताकि बिहार में जो एक चौदह जिले डूबे हुए हैं 
बिहार के तीस लाख से ज्यादा आबादी शहरों से लौटकर बिहार गई उनको एक एक ऐसा ऐसे पॉइंट पे लाया जाए जहाँ उनको एक मैं हो कि हाँ मैं बिहारी हूँ और मेरे बिहार के अभिनेता को मारा गया बिहार के युवाओं को मुझे पर्सनली अगर सजेशन देना उनसे पूछा जाए कि बिहार में पटना में एक भी थिएटर है जहाँ पे कोई जाके थिएटर कर सके एक भी थिएटर नहीं बचा हुआ बिहार में एनएसडी जैसा कोई कैंपस नहीं बन पाया पटना बिहार में वहाँ आर्ट थिएटर करने के लिए मौका ही नहीं है तो ये झुटमुट का एक जो गर्व की बात जो बिहारियों को और खासकर युवाओं को पकड़ा दी गई है थोड़ी हैरान करने वाली है दूसरा मैं निधि जी से एक सवाल जो पूछना चाह रहा था कि निधि जी वो जो लिख रहे हैं जो बोल रहे हैं उनका मकसद क्या है वो मुझे थोड़ा सा जानना था और ऐसा करने वाले सिर्फ पुरुष ही नहीं है काफी महिलाएं भी फेसबुक पर दिखती है तो रिया चक्रवर्ती को बहुत उल्टा सीधा लिख रही है डायन बताना ये सब जो फर्जीवाड़ा वो कर रही है तो ये क्यों लिख रहे हैं उनका मकसद क्या है क्या उनको इसे हासिल होगा I mean, I feel like that's a very correct observation that एक तो none of the people I interviewed were fans of Sushant Singh Rajput. None of them told me that इससे पहले you know they were diehard fans. This is not like a Shah Rukh Khan club or a Amitabh Bachchan club. Where they related with Sushant Singh was that uh, you know one person told me that uh, you know he was an aspiring model and Sushant was also from a, a non-filmy background and see he made it. So uh, for me, I felt like one of us. was uh, murdered because uh, you know he was one of us he was an outsider and the other guy told me that you know maybe bihar se hu and from bihar it's very rare that you know somebody comes out and becomes big in an industry like this and uh, so i connect with him on that level and then of course the karni sena guy gave me the rajput connection but um, none of them were fans and i don't think any of them are fans either i don't think when sushant was alive he had this many fans what really binds them is the threat that a modern woman poses yeah. um that you know she is an independent woman she's not uh, she, she also in our interview i think after her interview i noticed there was an extreme level of frustration in the group because you know everything from the fact that how did she enter a car and wave to the reporter her boyfriend just died why is she waving uh why is she sitting so confidently why is she wearing the clothes that she wore why is she wearing western clothes you know it it's not about sushant the the community is bonded by their collective threat posed by this collective threat posed by by riya chakrabarti and like what comes along with her right and and it is like black basant was saying it's very disappointing to see that it's women i feel bad that uh, that's something i couldn't capture in my report like i would have loved to have uh spoken to a woman but uh, i unfortunately with the deadline i could not uh, get a woman on board maybe you should do a follow up uh, nidhi because it would be it would be great to know you know i actually i saw so many women on my facebook who were doing the same thing today they were celebrating uh, you know riya chakrabarti's arrest and calling her all kinds of names you know yeah my only hesitation in doing like an all women report probably is that I feel like a lot has been said about the patriarchal nature of the case and also the danger in these words today like I feel like words like patriarchy and feminism have been thrown around so much mm-hmm. that they have also like become these uh, derogatory words in some aspect and it's very easy to dismiss an argument as soon as it's an all women argument or post as an all women argument and I want like if I do that report it has to be more than just just an act of feminism or just talking about patriarchy because i feel like there's a deeper place that it comes from but yeah about what was the second question basant asked me the motive maksad ha huh. i think that 
So again, like I, none of them had consistent patterns. I think we went into the report when Manisha and I were talking about it. We really wondered, you know, is this some kind of, because even Pratik Sinha told me, nothing is ever as organic if it's so big. And there has to be somebody behind it. There has to be a system behind it that's pushing for such a uh, such online uh, uproar. And we really wondered if it if there was, you know, a, like a BJP IT cell or some sort of, right-wing hand in it and while we could not really pinpoint an orchestration we could see that a lot of them supported at least right-wing media and personally i think they all had very separate goals like i said for one person it was women talking to him for another person he told me that you know main to cooking videos kar raha tha pehle uh, abhi to riya ki case ke baad i have so many followers all of a sudden so i am going to keep at it सबसे बड़ा कारण यही है कि सुशांत के कंधे पे बंदूक रखकर ये तमाम लोग अपने आप को चमकाना चाह रहे हैं चाहे तमाम लोग कई लोग ऐसे चेहरे दिख रहे हैं जो सुशांत की तो डेथ हो गई लेकिन ये इस अपने फॉलोअर बढ़ा रहे हैं ट्विटर पे यूट्यूब पे अलग अलग जगहों पे मेन मकसद उनका वही है उनका सुशांत से कोई सहानुभूति नहीं है या उनके परिवार से कोई सहानुभूति नहीं है Okay, so listeners, now we all know uh, we've been watching Uttar Pradesh reporting a record number of spike in COVID nineteen cases almost every day. It's the, I think, uh, all over India, it's the, in the fifth position right now when it comes to number of cases. Yes. Yes. Ah, so so far the state has recorded almost more than two lakh seventy two thousand cases. Fourteen uh, ministers from the U. UP cabinet have tested pod- positive so you can imagine the scenario and uh, the state has seen almost 4000 deaths so far and uh, you know the cracks in the state's healthcare system are more than visible now and basant has done a report to highlight it uh, basant can you just briefly tell us uh, what the report is about ye puri story hai uttar pradesh mein jo health system hai yogi adityanath ki sarkar bar bar daave kar rahi hai ki यहाँ सब कुछ ठीक है लेकिन उसमें जो अभी हाल ही में एक पत्रकार की डेथ हुई अमृत की जो पीटीआई के जर्नलिस्ट है उसके बाद एक लुकफोल दिखा कि कैसे एक पीटीआई का जर्नलिस्ट है उसके लिए एम्बुलेंस डीएम के कहने के बावजूद चार घंटे बाद आती है और उसकी डेथ हो जाती है उसके बाद एक हम मुझे पर्सनली पता चला कि लूप होल है फिर हमने जब लूप होल निकालना शुरू किया तो इतने सारे लूप होल मिले की लगा की हेल्थ सिस्टम काम ही नहीं कर रहा है सरकार मीडिया में भले बयान दे रही है मीडिया उसको खबर पब्लिश कर रहा है लेकिन ग्राउंड पे रियलिटी बहुत स्थिति बहुत ही खराब है मैं आपसे इसमें रिकॉर्डिंग में आने से जस्ट पहले मुझे एक मेरी एक्स कलीग का फोन आया कि बसंत तुम्हारा लखनऊ पीजीआई में कोई जानने वाला है क्या मैंने कहा पूछा क्या हुआ मैं लखनऊ में रहा हूँ तो उन्होंने पूछा तो बोले की मेरे मेरी बहन वेंटिलेटर पे है और उनका कोरोना टेस्ट हुआ है और स्थिति खराब होती जा रही है और ये लोग कह रहे हैं कि बिना टेस्ट किए हम लोग आगे की चीजें प्रोसेस आगे नहीं बढ़ाएंगे और टेस्ट रात को आएगा और स्थिति खराब हो रही है तो कोई तुम्हारा जानने वाला हो तो जरा एक बार प्लीज बोल दो तो ये स्थिति आज की है तो हेल्थ सिस्टम बिल्कुल चौपट है इसका अनुमान लगाने के लिए एक उदाहरण मैं आपको देना चाहता हूँ यूपी में इलाहाबाद है एक जगह जिसको नाम बदल जिसका नाम बदल के योगी जी ने प्रयागराज कर दिया नाम बदल दिया गया बदल दिया लेकिन स्थिति वहीं की वहीं है वहां की सांसद है रीता बंगुड़ा जोशी जो चुनाव 2019 लोकसभा चुनाव से पहले योगी कैबिनेट के मिनिस्टर हुआ करती थी अब उनके पति को उनका पति का कोविड टेस्ट होता है कोविड टेस्ट होने के बाद डॉक्टर अस्पताल से पहुंच जाता है इलाहाबाद से कि सर आपका कोविड पॉजिटिव आया है फैमिली के लोग आनंद फानंद में दिल्ली लेकर आने के लिए निकलते हैं 
तब तक थोड़ी देर थोड़ी देर बाद फोन आता है सर गलती से हमने आपको पॉजिटिव बता दिया था आपका टेस्ट नेगेटिव है अब सोचिए अगर कोई कोई वैसा व्यक्ति हो जिसकी हार्ट अटैक ही आ जाए क्योंकि कोविड का एक लोगों के दिमाग में है ना भाई तो इस पे रीता फोगुणा जोशी नाराज हुई तो वहाँ के जो सीएमओ है उसने कहा कि क्लरिकल मिस्टेक थी कर्मचारियों द्वारा किया गया मिस्टेक तो माफी मतलब उन्होंने अपनी सफाई दे दी लेकिन ये बहुत बड़ी चीज है सिर्फ एक मामले में नहीं हो रहा कई ऐसे मामले आए मुझे बीबीसी के पत्रकार ने बताया वहाँ के लखनऊ से जो हैं कि आप अपना ही टेस्ट दो जगह कराइए एक जगह से पॉजिटिव आ जाएगा एक जगह से नेगेटिव आ जाएगा तो ये स्थिति है बस हम टेस्टिंग का भी कुछ बहुत अच्छा हाल नहीं है जब मतलब पूरे देश में अब तो आई थिंक पिछले एक महीने में टेस्टिंग का नंबर काफी बढ़ा दिया गया है सरकार ने आई थिंक अब तो ऑलमोस्ट वन मिलियन टेस्ट पर डे हो रहा है मतलब दस लाख जितना हर दिन लेकिन यूपी में क्या हो रहा है टेस्टिंग के मामले में यूपी में टेस्टिंग के मामले में यूपी नंबर वन पे है लेकिन ये भी हमें ध्यान रखना चाहिए कि यूपी की आबादी तेईस करोड़ है तेईस से चौबीस करोड़ ये भी ध्यान रखना चाहिए यूपी में अभी रोजाना लगभग एक लाख से डेढ़ लाख बीच में टेस्टिंग हो रहा है लेकिन ये टेस्टिंग हो कहा रहा है आपको मैं आंकड़े दूंगा पांच सितम्बर तक जो हमने रिपोर्ट फाइल किया था इसमें कुछ ज्यादा बढ़ा नहीं है मैं कल भी देख रहा था की लखनऊ में टेस्टिंग ठीक ठाक हो रही है तीन लाख कुछ समथिंग हुआ वहाँ पे हुआ है लेकिन आप देखिए कि रामपुर एक जिला पड़ता है ठीक है वहाँ की आबादी तेईस लाख है वहाँ टेस्ट हुआ सिर्फ पैंतालीस हजार अब आगे देखिए लखीमपुर खीरी जो आजकल चर्चा में है हाल ही में तीन रेप की घटना हुई एक पूर्व विधायक को मार दिया गया वहाँ की आबादी है चालीस लाख वहाँ पे टेस्ट हुए सिर्फ पैंतीस ये आंकड़ा है पांच सितम्बर तक का अब हम आगरा के बारे आगरा को देखते हैं आगरा वो शहर है जहाँ यूपी में पहला मामला आया था और शुरुआती समय में आगरा और नोएडा ही सबसे ऊपर चल रहा था वहाँ की आबादी है तैतालीस लाख और वहाँ टेस्ट हुआ है महज एक लाख तीन हजार अब सबसे हैरान करने वाला आंकड़ा उसी प्रयागराज का है जिसका नाम योगी जी ने बदल दिया वहाँ की आबादी साठ लाख है और वहाँ टेस्ट हुआ है सिर्फ एक लाख दो तो ये कुछ आंकड़े हैं बड़े शहरों में मतलब बड़े शहर से मतलब है लखनऊ में टेस्ट हो रहा है लेकिन जो छोटे छोटे शहर है बिहार पूर्वांचल के इलाके वहाँ टेस्ट हो ही नहीं रहा आप आंकड़े देखिए ना साठ लाख में एक लाख दो हजार टेस्ट करने का क्या मतलब है कितना परसेंट हुआ तो ये स्थिति है और ये भी अब अब टेस्टिंग बढ़ा है शुरुआत में तो इतना टेस्टिंग कम था कि हमें रिपो, हमने रिपोर्ट किया था न्यू लॉन्ड्र ने योगी सरकार का टारगेट नो टेस्ट नो कोरोना तो अब जाके इन्होंने थोड़ा बढ़ाया है जी और बसंत आपने अपने रिपोर्ट में जो जो बाकी मरीज है जो नॉन कोविड मरीज है उनके साथ जो प्रॉब्लम हो रही है उसके बारे में भी आपने लिखा तो उसके बारे में थोड़ा बता सकते हैं उस पे आने से पहले कोविड मरीजों को लेकर मैं थोड़ा सा बता दूं कि लखनऊ में एक अस्पताल है टीएस मिश्रा हॉस्पिटल कोविड अस्पताल है सरकार ने कॉन्ट्रैक्ट किया हुआ है उससे तो लखनऊ में एक पत्रकार संस्था ने न्यूज टाइम्स उसके स्थानीय एडिटर है राधेश्याम दीक्षित ये वहाँ गए इलाज कराने के लिए वहाँ की इन्होंने जो बदहाली देखी उस अस्पताल में डॉक्टर नहीं आ रहे हैं जो इलाज कर रहे हैं वो सुरक्षा गार्ड है जो इलाज कर रहे हैं वो नर्स है वहाँ पे जो डॉक्टर डर के मारे ऑफिस अस्पताल नहीं आ रहे हैं कोविड में है कि प्रिस्क्रिप्शन लिख दिया गया कि ये दवाई देनी ऐसा तो है नहीं कि आपको मतलब दवाई लिख के वो लोग जा चुके हैं दवाई रखा हुआ ये लोग ले जाके दवाई दे देते हैं उस अस्पताल में रात को कोई नहीं हो कोई देखने वाला नहीं है जब इन्होंने इसकी शिकायत की राधेश्याम दीक्षित ने तो इसकी मजिस्ट्रेटल जाँच हुई और जाँच में इनको ही मानसिक रूप से बीमार बता दिया गया सोचिए जो आदमी एक संस्थान का एडिटर है उसको आप अस्पताल को बचाने के लिए आप उसको मेंटल हेल्थ का मरीज बता रहे हैं और वो आदमी कह रहा है कि मैं एक एक आरोप का वीडियो मेरे पास है वो वीडियो दिखा रहा है दे रहा है कि ये देखो ये देखो ये देखो और उसको कह दिया गया कि आप मानसिक रूप से विक्षिप्त हैं अनबिलीवेबल 
और हाँ बसंत वो मैंने जो सवाल किया था उसके बारे में जरूर बताइएगा कि जो नॉन कोविड पेशेंट्स हैं उनकी जो प्रॉब्लम्स है नॉन कोविड पेशेंट के साथ ये हो रहा है उत्तर प्रदेश में कि अमृत वाले मामले में आपने देखा होगा जो पीटीए के जर्नलिस्ट थे उनको कोविड नहीं हुआ था आफ्टर डेथ जब उनको अंतिम संस्कार करने से पहले जब उनका कोरोना टेस्ट हुआ तो निगेटिव आया लेकिन एक दिन पहले उनकी बहन सीमा ने सीमा जो है उनसे मेरी बात हुई थी तो उन्होंने मुझे बोला की एक दिन पहले हम लोग उनको कई प्राइवेट अस्पतालों में लेकर गए उन्होंने कहा कोविड टेस्ट कराओ तभी हम भर्ती करेंगे और कोविड टेस्ट का रिजल्ट आने में टाइम लगता है 12 घंटे 24 घंटे जो भी अब इतने देर में टेस्ट नहीं होगा जैसे अभी थोड़ी देर पहले मैं अपने जिस दोस्त के रिश्तेदार के जिक्र कर रहा था ऐसे कई ऐसे मामले आए जब कोविड टेस्ट रिजल्ट आने का इंतजार करते हुए डॉक्टर्स ने इलाज नहीं किया और उस पेशेंट की डेथ हो गई और बाद में उस पेशेंट का कोविड टेस्ट निगेटिव आ गया तो इसमें दिक्कत इसलिए आ रही है क्योंकि डॉक्टरों में डर बैठा हुआ है चाहे सरकारी हो या प्राइवेट प्राइवेट वाले तो कभी कभार ले भी लेते हैं आप अगर थोड़ा आपका पर्सनल कुछ बातचीत हो सरकारी में तो ले ही नहीं रहे नॉन कोविड मरीजों को जब तक टेस्ट नहीं होगा डॉक्टर आपका हाथ तक नहीं छुएगा ये स्थिति है और ऐसे में क्या होता है कि मान लीजिए कई और बीमारियां हैं ना और इमरजेंसी की स्थिति में आप कोविड टेस्ट का रिजल्ट का इंतजार करेंगे तब तक आदमी की मौत हो जाएगी जैसे इनका हुआ अमृत का हुआ 48 साल का एक व्यक्ति अगर इलाज मिल जाता है तो बहुत संभावना थी कि बच जाते हम ये नहीं कह सकते कि इलाज मिलने के बाद तो बच ही जाते लेकिन संभाव एक मन को तो संतोष रहता फैमिली को कि इलाज कराए ठीक नहीं हुए डेथ हो गई लेकिन अब तो ये जिंदगी भर के लिए रहेगा ना कि हम इलाज ही नहीं करा पाए क्या पता बच सकते थे तो ये अफसोस बहुत काफी मतलब सिर्फ लखनऊ में नहीं उत्तर प्रदेश के अलग अलग शहरों में नॉन कोविड मरीजों का इलाज नहीं हो रहा है इसके पीछे कारण ये है कि ओपीडी बंद है ओपीडी जैसे मुझे वहां गए लोकल पत्रकार ने बताया कि लखनऊ में पहले जहां पचास हजार मरीजों का ओपीडी में टेस्ट इलाज होता था वहीं अब सिर्फ पच्चीस हजार या उससे कम ही हो रहा है तो इसके कारण ये हो रहा है कि नॉन कोविड मरीजों को काफी परेशानी का सामना करना पड़ रहा है वो सिर्फ उत्तर प्रदेश में नहीं है बाकी अलग अलग राज्यों में भी यही स्थिति है लेकिन उत्तर प्रदेश में कुछ ज्यादा है ये हम कहना चाह रहे हैं और ये हमारे जितने लोगों से हमने बातचीत की उन्होंने भी यही बात बोली बसंत सबसे शॉकिंग ये है कि ऐसा नहीं है कि उत्तर प्रदेश का जो हेल्थ केयर सिस्टम है उसके बारे में ये पहली बार रिपोर्ट आ रहा है पिछले कुछ महीनों से ऐसे रिपोर्ट आ रहे हैं आपको याद होगा आई थिंक कुछ महीने पहले एक हॉस्पिटल था जिसमें पूरा बाढ़ का पानी अंदर घुसा हुआ था फिर भी लोग बैठ के वहां पे काम कर रहे थे बारिश का पानी आ रहा जी बारिश का पानी अंदर घुस गया था और फिर भी काम चल रहा था मतलब एज इफ कुछ हुआ ही नहीं है तो इतने दिनों से पता है तो सरकार का कुछ भी मतलब कोई भी रिस्पांस नहीं है देखिए इसको लेकर भी मैंने पत्रकारों से बात की क्योंकि कोविड के आने के आने के छह सात महीने आठ महीने गुजर चुके हैं मार्च के बाद अब नौ तीसरे महीने बाद नौ महीने मतलब ये छह सात महीने गुजर चुके हैं क्यों नहीं हुआ तो योगी आदित्यनाथ जो मुख्यमंत्री है उन्होंने एक टीम इलेवन का गठन किया है जिसमें सारे प्रशासनिक अधिकारी है ये टीम इलेवन के लोग योगी आदित्यनाथ को राज्य की स्थिति बताते हैं ये हुआ हर शाम इनकी मीटिंग होती है स्थानीय पत्रकारों का आरोप है मतलब जो वहाँ के लोकल जर्नलिस्ट हैं कि ये जो टीम इलेवन के लोग हैं ये मुख्यमंत्री को मिस इन्फॉर्मेशन पहुंचाते हैं कि मतलब सब कुछ ठीक है सब चंगा सी वाली स्थिति में कि सब कुछ बेहतर है मुख्यमंत्री के वास्तविक स्थिति का अंदाजा ही नहीं हो पा रहा है कि हो क्या रहा है आप लखनऊ की स्थिति अगर आप मान लीजिए की राजधानी है जहाँ पे तीन चार बड़े सरकारी अस्पताल है वहां पर ये स्थिति है तो उत्तर प्रदेश के कई ऐसे इलाके हैं जहाँ सिर्फ 20-20 किलोमीटर दूर दूर पे प्राथमिक शौचालय है जहाँ बेसिक इलाज मिलता है कई ऐसे गांव है जहाँ से मतलब 50 किलोमीटर 60 किलोमीटर दूर आप जाएंगे तब आपको इलाज मिलेगा तो वहाँ की स्थिति का अंदाजा आप लगा सकती हैं क्योंकि डॉक्टर ही नहीं है डॉक्टर डरे हुए हैं डॉक्टर इलाज नहीं कर रहे हैं जो डॉक्टर है उनके पास सुविधाएं नहीं है 
अस्पताल नहीं है बीबीसी में प्रियंका दुबे ने पूरा सीरीज किया था नॉर्थ पूर्वांचल से जो गोरखपुर वाला पूरा बेल्ट है कुशीनगर वाला वहाँ अस्पतालों में डॉक्टर वो मीड उन्होंने जून में किया था डॉक्टर बिना मास्क के इलाज कर रहे हैं डॉक्टर कह रहे हैं कि हमारे पास सुविधाएं नहीं है और लेकिन मीडिया में बहुत अच्छी अच्छी बातें आ रही है की सरकार काफी काम कर रही है सरकार एक्टिव दिख रही है सरकार के रोज ट्विटर पे सरकार के अधिकारी रोज शाम को पीसी करते हैं बताते हैं कि ये हुआ वो हुआ लेकिन ग्राउंड पे नहीं दिख रहा ठीक ये वैसे ही है जैसे हेडलाइन तो बन गया था कि मजदूरों के लिए खुशखबरी उनको अपने जिले में मिलेगा काम लेकिन मजदूर वापस शहरों की तरफ पलायन कर रहे हैं वैसे ही सरकार ने इलाज के लिए बहुत सारी बातें की लेकिन लोगों को बेस इलाज नहीं मिल पा रहा है और अगर ये टेस्ट बढ़ाते हैं और जिस तरीके से जिस रफ्तार से टेस्ट कर रहे हैं एक लाख साठ हजार एक लाख पचास हजार तो आगे आने वाली स्थिति भी बेहद खराब होगी क्योंकि टेस्ट बढ़ेगा कोविड के मरीज बढ़ेंगे और बेड उपलब्ध नहीं होगा अभी मैं एक छोटा सा कहूंगा कि लखनऊ में बेड नहीं मिल रहा तो आप सोचिए बलिया में किसको बेड मिलेगा लखनऊ राजधानी है राइट और राइट थैंक यू सो मच बसंत एंड निधि फॉर फाइंडिंग टाइम टू टॉक टू आस आई थिंक दैट ब्रिंग्स डिस्कशन वी शेल फिनिश ऑफ विद समेशन पावर House like Arna Goswami, just because of the impunity that these journalists enjoy. And the other recommendation that I have is I just recently watched a series on Hotstar called The Loudest Voice. Uh, it's very similar to this. It's basically about the birth and uh, success of Fox News. And uh, the basically the man behind it, Roger Ailes, is also uh, continuously sexually harassing women. Um, he's drunk on his own power. He's a megalomaniac, and but you see how he sort of built the company. Eventually, he's brought down and made and fired uh, by Murdoch after 15 women finally brought him down uh, by complaining about his sexual harassment and filed a case against him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty straightforward story. It's nothing too complicated. You also know right from the beginning which way it's headed. But it's very interesting to see how the newsroom sort of came together. And with what's happening now, it just resonated with me so much. Right. I, I'm definitely going to go watch it. What about you, Basant? What recommendation is your recommendation? मेरा इस बार का रिकमेंडेशन दो रिपोर्ट है एक तो जिसका जिक्र मैंने बातचीत के दौरान किया सत्याग्रह डॉट कॉम पे अंजलि मिश्रा की रिपोर्ट है सुशांत और उनके फैन को लेकर और दूसरा जो एक न्यूज लॉन्ड्री पे निधि की रिपोर्ट है जो सुशांत के लिए कथित लड़ाई लड़ रहे हैं सोशल मीडिया पे उनका उनकी मानसिकता उन्होंने ये क्यों कर रहे हैं उसको लेकर एक रिपोर्ट है तो उसको पढ़ा जाना चाहिए आई थिंक अभी निधि की रिपोर्ट अंग्रेजी में हिंदी में भी आ ही जाएगी एक आध दिन में तो दोनों भाषाओं में न्यूज लॉन्ड्री पे मिल जाएगी वो जी थैंक यू सो मच बसंत सो माय रिकमेंडेशन दिस वीक इज ऑफ कोर्स नदीज रिपोर्ट एंड आल्सो बसंत रिपोर्ट व्हिच इज इन हिंदी सो इफ यू कैन रीड हिंदी देन प्लीज डू चेक इट आउट इट्स कॉल्ड उत्तर प्रदेश यहां बीमार स्वास्थ्य तंत्र को सबसे पहले इलाज की दरकार है सो जरूर पढ़िएगा एंड माय लास्ट रिकमेंडेशन इज दिस हार्ड हिटिंग बट ब्यूटीफुली रिटन एसे बाय मार्गरेट एडवर्ड इट्स कॉल्ड the female body and um, in this essay she is basically talking about how the female body is exploited right and used as a sort of an object of trade and uh, she uses 
examples and imagery uh, where you know uh, female body parts are used in advertisements and marketing products like for example selling cars or selling you know lotions and cigarettes and uh, even liquor all kinds of things right and um, yeah just read it it's it's beautiful and i think women from all over the world irrespective of where they come from can uh, relate to it so yeah Okay listeners if you liked what you heard please do rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you're tuned into we also have a bunch of other podcasts like Hafta and Awful and Awesome better the rating more the reach and that means more subscribers and that in turn means better content aur agar ye podcast aapko pasand aaye to apne doston rishtedaron mein zarur saajha kare apne social media account pe saajha kare taki hum zyada se zyada logo tak pahunch sake ji Also, we're very uh, eager to hear your feedback. We want to uh, get better, improve the podcast. Uh, so please do write to us at contact at newslaundry dot com with your suggestions or critique. And uh, you could also leave your comments on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, uh, whatever suits you. And uh, thank you for listening. And with that, this podcast is adjourned. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.